Hi, everyone. Stop! Please don't skip. Please, because we're really, really sorry. We know our sound is shit. But we do get a microphone. A better... Wait. We get a better microphone. <laughs> As you can hear now, it sounds lovely, but it's it will so sound poo. Until about maybe episode 10, I think. And then it gets really good. So please bear with us. Stick it out. It does get better. And they're really good episodes anyway, so yeah. go over it. And of course, we love you. We love you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Bye. Hi, I'm Steph. And I'm Emma. And this is... I don't believe it. <laughs> before we get started i want to talk to you yes you you at home you listening in your car you walking the dog (laughs) when else do people listen washing up pretending to work from home yeah you we want to say thank you (laughs) thank you so much we've we've had like a super good response since we launched the podcast and we are so excited and travis is so excited we're joined by travis and mimi today not sheba it's not Mimi. Oh, yeah. Her sorry. name's Trixie. It's sorry. Travis and Trixie. Oh, God. <laughs> I will share a picture of them so you can get to know them. <laughs> we have all the pets, Yay. but Travis is particularly noisy, so he's just going to shout at you every so often. And the reason he's shouting at you is because you need to like and subscribe and share the page as much as possible. Yeah, please. Please, please share. Don't. It actually does us a massive favor. Yeah. So if you could... Um, whatever podcast network you you listen on if you could just subscribe maybe write as a review yeah tell everybody about it your postie that person who walks a dog past your living room every day literally everybody that would be super helpful yes we love you even if it's not even necessarily sharing the page but even like the post of a beer you like the look of um yeah that would be good yeah yeah oh yeah. Or, or a, a cool, crazy story that you know about. That would be good too. Yeah. Yeah, let us know. Mm. So you can let us know on Facebook. Our Facebook is... What is it, Emma? I don't believe it! Podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Okay, great>. we... <laughs> or you can send us a message on there. Or you can email us at I don't believe it at gmail.com. Woo! Woohoo! Woohoo! Okay, Woo-hoo. right then. Shall we get on with it? Straight into the beers. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the beer. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> can calm down, love. Can you tell I'm not feeling very well? Okay. <laughs> so, the first one is uh-huh. from um, from our very favourite Sure Shot. Sure Shot? Yeah. So, you know the mullet beer? <gasps> oh, my God. This I is love the same them brewery. so much. Is that say Thos Beans? It's called I'm Thinking About Thos Beans. <laughs> Obviously, that's the entire reason I bought it. Uh, obviously. Um, <laughs> it's, got, <laughs> it's got loads of, like, beans lined up. In, like, a disaster movie situation. Yeah. What's going on? So, we've got this. It is a DDH IPA, whatever the fuck that means. Let's find out. And, tell us. yeah, I'm thinking about those beans. So, okay. that's the first one. DDH IPA from, what was the brewery It's Shaw Shop Brewery. Shaw Shop Brewery. And where are they based? They're uh, Eccles. No, they're not. Oh, wait. It says Manchester. 
Oh, maybe I'm getting them confused with another one that was Eccles. But it is Manchester, yeah. So, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'd love the artwork for these. These guys are geniuses, honestly. I, I want to meet these people. Me too. We need to go These there. are the kind of Ooh. people I will really get along with, I can tell. Give it a little pour. Oh, it's got Colour. quite a milky colour to it, doesn't it? It looks like my kind of jam. Or beans. Ooh. And I'm suddenly beautiful. feeling instantly better. <laughs> <laughs> Very That's more powerful than what we usually get, isn't it? But it's nice. Yeah. Well, um, oh, it's a double dry hopped IPA. Ah, uh-huh. right. Okay, so that's mm. what that answers that question. I don't understand the rest of it, but good. A complex tutti tin of tropical hop stew, <laughs> old men dream of beans, Bellotti cannellini, lima, pinto, haricot. Mm. Mm. I have no idea what. They- <laughs> love these people i think they mostly make i think i told you um so they started in 2020 um, oh yeah and they only started releasing in 2022 i think it was <gasps> oh, um we're half the press and they mostly uh make beers that we like awesome <laughs> pretty much every beer that they make we will like okay i have a request then the first brewery that we go to on our brewery tour for I Don't Believe It. Is I sure, want it to be sure. these guys because yeah, I, I love their sense of humour. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we've got the bits. Let's have the story. Woo! What we're we talking about. So, have you ever heard of the Pollock twins? I have not. I thought you might say that. Well, today we're going to talk about creepy children who remember creepy past lives. Ooh, okay. I love shit like this. Mm, okay. And do you believe in real? Reincarnation? Yes, I do. Oh my god, I can't speak. This is not going to go well. Yes, do you believe in reincarnation? I do. Okay, you do. Okay. And do you believe that you can be, like, that you're only reincarnated into a human body, or can you be, like, a plant or a dung beetle, or... I don't know. Mm. I guess I just hope it's human. Mm. You know? I hope it's it's not going to be a dung beetle, Mm -hmm. or a plant, considering how poorly I treat my plants. Oh my god, yeah. I'm going to take them home and rescue them. Yeah, please do. Yeah. (laughs) They need someone. <laughs> um, okay, well, that's a good start then. So, whatever it is you believe at home, I'm going to tell you the story about the Pollock twins and their memories of their previous past lives. So, we're going to start with John and Florence Pollock, who mm-hmm. were a married couple with two sons already, and they were living in Hexham, which is in Northumberland, okay. in the 1940s. In 1946, the couple's first daughter, Joanna, was born, and then in 1951, another daughter, Jacqueline, was born. I have to say here that this is going to get really complicated with the names because they all have like J sounding names. Mm -hmm. So just to recap, at the minute we've got Joanna, who is the oldest, and Jacqueline, who is the youngest. Um, And now I'm going to tell you some details that will sound a bit trivial for right now, but they will make sense later. Okay. Okay. So the girls were inseparable and Joanna, who was the oldest, she would mother Jacqueline, as Mm -hmm. sisters tend to do. She liked acting in plays and she liked wearing costumes and both girls liked to brush their dad's hair. When Jacqueline was three, so she's the younger daughter, sorry. That's the one. She fell onto a bucket, which gave her like a little scar on her forehead over her right eye. Mm. And it was like a, an indented kind of scar. Mm. And she also had a round, dark birthmark on the left-hand side of her waist. Right. Okay. So when Joanna was 11 and Jacqueline was six, they were walking to church with their friend Anthony when a car drove up onto the pavement, crushed them against the wall, and they were tragically killed. Fucking hell. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's okay. It's That's the saddest bit. It's going to get better. Okay. I mean, it's, yeah. I should hope so. 
The end. <laughs> so those are the pollocks, what do you think? <laughs> do you hope they'll get reincarnated? <laughs> uh, John, who was the father, he was Catholic, but he was a big believer in reincarnation because he'd read a book of, about it when he was a kid, and he used to pray every night for proof of reincarnation. Mm. What was really sad, though, is that he thought the children's deaths were punishment for him praying for reincarnation oh. because... It's not part of, part of Catholicism. Yeah, yeah. It's really super sad. Oh, bless him. You know. You said it wasn't going to be sad. Anymore. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> now it's not going to be sad Yay! anymore. <laughs> uh, Florence, the mum, she did not believe in reincarnation and the cat just shit me up when it flew out from underneath <laughs> the curtain. She then. does that. She hides under my oh, bed God. sometimes and she'll just appear. Mimi. Uh, so Florence, the mum, she did not believe in reincarnation. Um, and whilst her coping mechanism was to try and get on with life, and not not like in a kind of a callous way, but just mm. to try and move on, John felt like he could sense the girl's spirits in the upstairs of the house. So he'd spend like quite a lot of time up there just trying to feel close to them. He, as I said, really Cute. believed in reincarnation, and he was adamant that the girls were going to come back as twins to the family, which Florence did not believe. So not too long after that, Florence became pregnant. And despite the doctor telling them that they would only have one baby and the fact that twins did not run in either family, on the 4th of October 1958, John and Florence welcomed identical twins, Gillian, and a few minutes later, Jennifer, into the world. Right. Why do they always have J's? I know. How very confusing. Didn't they know? If you're going to have reincarnating children, make it easier for people who are going to tell their story later on. Maybe Richard, Rupert. No, that's two R's. (laughs) And they're girls. Plus they're girls, yeah. (laughs) Oh my days! I should have. T- Actually, I was going to say I should have taken like some super strong medicine before I came, saying that probably wouldn't have helped. Drowsy, yeah, yeah. Not at all. So to recap, okay, we've got Joanna and Jacqueline who were sadly killed in 1957, and then along comes Gillian and Jennifer, twins in 1958. Oh, it was only a year, and they were back. Yeah, Fat. yeah. Well, you know, they've had a nice long holiday though. Twelve they months have. is a good a good amount of holiday. Just been haunting. Yeah, politely haunted. At, at the top of the house, so yeah. they didn't go far, really. No, exactly. Yeah. So despite them being identical twins, remember, identical twins, mm-hmm. Jennifer, who was the younger, she was born with a birthmark that looked like a, an indented scar above her right eye and another round, dark birthmark on the left side of her waist, both identical mm. to those that Jacqueline, the now deceased child, had had. But they're identical twins, so that shouldn't be possible. No, that shouldn't. Oh my god, that's so true. Wait, do identical twins have like the same freckles and stuff? They're right. They're literally the same exact person. Like, because it's one egg that splits in two, isn't it? Yeah, but does that mean all the way down to freckles? Well, although me and my older sister, we both have the same mole on our chin, and she's two years older than me. I was going to say, I didn't think you were a twin. What the no, fuck? No, no. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I suppose it makes sense. That's so weird, though. Mm. Okay. Travis. Okay, so this was only the beginning of the strange similarities between the twins and the older girls. When the twins were nine months old, the family moved away from Hexham and they moved to Whitley Bay. Mm -hmm. Keep this in mind for later, that they moved away from Hexham when the twins were nine months old. Put a pin in it. So, I guess, (laughs) was that you putting a pin in it? (laughs) 
like... Ever just put a fake pin into the wall for people at home? I have, like, this image in my head of on the wall, there's, like, you know, like, when you're doing, like, murders? Uh-huh. And you put stuff up yeah. on... Yeah. That's so what... Nine months, hex them. That's exactly what I wanted you to do. Yeah. Nailed it. Pinned so it, actually. You... <laughs> I hate you. I'm right. <laughs> Uh, so when the girls were two years old, they were given dolls that were previously owned by Joanna and Jacqueline, the deceased girls. Mm-hmm. They called the dolls, so the twins called the dolls Mary and Susan, which were the same names that they'd been given by their now deceased sisters. But they were never told. Mm-mm. So oh the parents say, mm-hmm. And Creepy. then when they were three, they started asking for their toys out of the loft. Uh, they didn't have any toys in the loft, but Joanna and Jacqueline had. And the twins knew straight away, when the toys came down from the loft, they knew straight away that the toys had come from Santa and they distributed the toys between them exactly as the earlier sisters had, without any argument. So Joanna's toys to Gillian, Jacqueline's toys to Jennifer. Wow. Mm -hmm. Gillian sees a toy clothes ringer. Do you know what a ringer is? You're probably too young to know a ringer. No. It's like from the oldie oldie worldy times. A clothes ringer. You know, you put your clothes through it and you and you you roll it and it squeezes all the water out of it. Aha! Yeah, okay. Like when you wring out the <laughs> uh-huh. flannel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, yeah. I was thinking of something that was going to weave something in a circle, like a, a ringer. Like a knitting machine. Perhaps. But that's But wrong. it's not that. No, no. It's, no. that was wrong. <laughs> and I guess... <laughs> we got that eventually. I guess it doesn't matter, actually. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> all that happens is Gillian sees the ringer and points at it and said, there's my ringer even though it had never been her toy before. Oh. And it had been Joanna's. So, at this point, do you think, hmm, my kids are a little creepy? Do you think you'd be getting creeped out by the kids? I mean, probably not. If it, if no. I had lost two of my children, and then I had, I had two more children, and they were reminding me exactly... This is the thing. You, like, you've just had these two twins, mm-hmm. and if their personalities are just the same as the previous mm. kids, you wouldn't feel the loss of your new kids. Because... They've always been the same as your previous kids. I guess so. If anything, you'd be thankful, or or you, as a as a mother anyway, or as a parent, you'd be like, oh my god, this is the best thing that could have happened because mm. these children remind me of the two that I lost. I guess that w- that would be probably the case with John, who genuinely yeah, believes yeah, 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 that's yeah. the reincarnated children. But Florence at this point doesn't believe that. But so she, do you she think would it appreciate would be... similarities, though, surely. Yeah, I don't know if I would. I mean, I guess I would, but I don't know if I would find that find that more. Comforting, hurtful because I'd be like, oh, oh yeah, it's I not. You know, not that I would love them any less, but I would just be like, it would just be a constant reminder, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, I, I guess know. that's a good point. I don't know. I hope we never have to know. To be yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I asked you if you'd be creeped out. Oh, where's my phone? I'm gonna show you a picture of the twins. Okay. A second. Okay. 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 And we'll we'll post it for you guys. Mm-hmm. Now, with the context of what they look like. Would, do you want to change oh, your answer? Gosh. They're so gross. Why is one of them so grumpy? <laughs> it's, oh, I don't know if I don't know if I'm more creeped out by the one on the left or the right. The right one well, looks like twins, she's looking so. into. No, but one of them is doing a, a look into your soul, mm. creepy smile. Yeah, and the, the other, other one's one dead. Yeah, isn't she? just looks completely miserable. Oh, Travis sorry. agrees. Yeah. Mm, and cats know. I concur. Travis, mm. no, that's not your beer. That's my beer, Travis, you silly sausage. He's thinking about those beans. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't like either of mm-hmm. them. Okay. Maybe you should have started so, with that. Led with that. Do yeah. you find these children creepy? Yes. <laughs> now let me tell you that creepy, creepy yeah. story. <laughs> 
So you're going to be able to take your pin out now. So thank you for taking your imaginary nine months pin out. away from Hexham. Thank you. No, no, no. They nine were months nine yeah. months. Yeah. So the family had moved away from Hexham when the girls were only nine months old. When the girls were four, the family went back to Hexham for a visit. The girls somehow knew their way around. They were able to go, like navigate to a playground that the sisters used to play in, despite the twins never having been there since they were nine years old. Nine and old. did I say years? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nine months. Oh god, damn it! See, that's why I got you to put the pin in it. <laughs> Anything that you might trip up on, give me a pin. I'll yeah, do it. I love it. And. They were able to recognise a school that Joanna, the, the deceased sister, had gone to. No way. Yeah. So apparently they're walking around Hexham and going, can we go to this? Can we go around the corner? Can we go to the play park? Can we go to the play park? They like knew where they were going and stuff. Oh my fucking God, that's so bizarre. Mm-hmm. Well, John was clearly convinced that the twins were Joanna and Jacqueline reincarnated. But Florence, she's still not buying it. She's not having it. She's just like, yeah, all right, John, calm down. Until... One day she overheard the girls talking and she found Gillian cradling Jennifer's head and saying, the blood's coming out of your eyes, that's where the car hit you. Oh my God. Mm. It's a bit creepy, isn't it? That's about when I'd call the exorcist, I, th- I mean, no. The exorcist? Wait. No. Yeah. yeah. No, the, the priest to do the an priest. exorcism. <laughs> you don't call an exorcist, do you? Oh my God. You're thinking of the film, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. My brain is not smart today. <laughs> These kids are creepy enough as it is. Like, ew, the blood's coming from your eyes. Isn't it? Ooh. But when they look like that, they would be four? like... Four? Hmm. Four years old? Um, I'm not sure what this... Oh, yeah, about four, I think. Yeah, Holy yeah. fucking shit, that's so gross. It's so creepy. And Once then... again, yeet. Get <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out of the window. You just yeeting the yeah. kids. <laughs> in a bit. I lost you two before and I'm losing you again. Like, I'm not going for this. Oh, my days. That was brutal. I know. I'm in that kind of mood today. Uh, okay. I, I mean, wouldn't actually do that to a child, just so you guys know. Yeah. I suppose it depends on how creepy it is. Oh, my God. Well, or if it's, if it's in cahoots with the puckwoodgies. So we've got Florence walking up on the girls hearing them saying the blood's coming out of your eyes that's where the car hit you and then john said later that when he identified the bodies of the children jacqueline's head had been bandaged above the eyes oh another time Gillian pointed to the mark on you know the scar on mm. jennifer's head point well the birthmark yeah, yeah. i guess on jennifer's head and <clears throat> she said that's the mark jennifer get what got when she fell on a bucket and obviously, that's the story of what happened to Joanna. But, but I don't know. Does the dad believe in it that much that he's telling him this stuff? Well, this is the question. And we're going to go on to this. Okay. Okay. I'm jumping the gun, sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. I was hoping you'd start thinking this. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's a bit desperate for mm. it. But I think if I'm the mum and I haven't believed it all this time, and then they start coming out with this shit... I am probably side-eyeing these kids and thinking there's some kind of demon yeah. child situation going on. And, and I'm this like, is not okay. Can I just leave them out in the woods with the puckwood cheese? Yeah. Somebody will come along and eat them, so... Yeah. Problem solved, isn't it? Got your back, bro. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry, Florence. Is it Florence? Yes, Florence's Florence. mum. Yeah. Aha. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Look so... at me remembering names and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I've reread this like 18 times trying to get the kids' names down because it was really difficult to yeah. remember. <laughs> 
Um, the twins also sadly had a phobia of cars. They would hold hands when they crossed the street, and once when a car started up in an alley that was near them, they clung to each other crying and said, The car, the car, it's coming for us. Mm. And they'd have recurring nightmares about cars coming to get them. Oh my god, what if the dad did tell them these things? Mm. And that like instilled a fear in them? That'd be so sad. Yeah, that would be really sad. Either way, it's really sad. Yeah. Because you don't want four-year-old children like petrified that they're going to die. That is not a fear that a four-year-old should have. No, that's horrible, isn't it? To mm, think of that, big sad. Well, the dad, the dad, the family said, "I'm jumping the gun a bit here," but the family said that they wouldn't really talk about the girls in front of the twins for you know for that reason. They don't want right. to kind of upset them or anything. So that's kind of one of the pieces of evidence they point to to say that they're the reincarnated mm. girls. Okay, so two more bits of evidence for you about this: the Pollock twins reincarnation. Okay. So the family used to have a milk delivery business, which Florence, the mum, she used to help out with um, when the two older girls were alive. Mm-hmm. And she had uh, like a smock thing that she would wear, um, but she gave it up when the twins came along. And the smock went in the cupboard and it never come back out again. Until one day when the dad was painting and he put the smock on mm. and Jennifer asked him why he was wearing mummy's coat and that, and he said she said that mummy had worn it when delivering milk but she'd never seen Florence deliver milk because she'd give it yeah, up when yeah. the twins were born. That's so crazy. Mm. Okay, last thing then. Uh-huh. So, um, Jacqueline, before she died, her teacher had told John and Florence that she was having trouble holding the, her pencil at school and she would hold it like in a fist like that and she couldn't mm. couldn't get past that. Jacqueline was the youngest, wasn't she? Uh Joanna oldest, was the oldest. oldest. Joanna was no, the oldest. No, you're right. Youngest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Youngest, sorry, yeah. Um, so Jennifer, who was the youngest of the new girls, mm-hmm. she also held her pencil in the same way until she was seven. They couldn't get it out of her either. Oh, wow. Jillian and Jennifer's past, mem- past life memories stopped after the age of seven. Right. Um, and as adults, they appeared to kind of believe with mild scepticism that they were, in fact, Joanna and Jacqueline reincarnated. In 1981, so I think she was quite a bit older now because mm. they were born in the 50s. In 1981, Gillian had visions in which she saw herself playing in a sandpit in a place called Wickham, but she'd never set foot in Wickham before. Um, but the family had lived there when Joanna was about three years old, mm. and Gillian was able to perfectly describe the house and the gardens from these visions. It was all perfectly accurate. Wow. Mm. That's so... But imagine that sort of, like, going through your head, though, your entire life. It's like, I could be, maybe, mm. the reincarnation of my dead older sister. Yeah. That would give you some serious identity issues. Yeah. How how do you figure out whether your thoughts are your thoughts or whether oh my you're God. someone else? Like, am I a reincarnated... Because that's the thing, like, it's much easier to cope with something like that if you are oblivious. Like, mm. you don't know... It's like... Is it is it really me or is there something like much mm-hmm. more than me? You'd feel very um, insignificant, I suppose, Aww. as a person yourself. I I feel for them twins because yeah. if if that's what they've been feeling their whole lives, then they must feel some feeling of insignificance. Yeah, I mean, especially if their dad was that, so dead I'm like, set. Okay, Emma, thanks. You've brought us crashing back down. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Just a different perspective. Okay. <laughs> I mean, big sad for them, but they're probably yeah. dead now, so it's fine. Oh, maybe maybe bear them. They, I don't think they are. Okay, well then we're, she was we're not. She's like thirty in the eighties. Yeah. Where are we now? What? what? So I they'd don't be know. like seventy or something. 
Eighties is like forty years ago. Yes, seventies. Oh my god, I'm so sick at maths. <laughs> so are we saying that Joanna and Jacqueline reincarnated through Gillian and Jennifer, or did the girls absorb information through the parents, and the parents like just kind of saw more than what was there, and or you know the twins were were born. <laughs> Travis has got an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> The twins were born just over a year after the girl's death, so it wouldn't be surprising if the parents' fears did kind of permeate the family in that way. Well, okay, this is going on like a completely different spectrum. Um, But quite often, ghosts will reveal themselves to young children, won't they? I've seen creepy kids, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I mean like... (laughs) You know what I mean? Well, my mum said that when I was younger, I used to sit at the bottom of the garden and talk to the fairies and have, like, full-blown conversations. But then she went and had a Reiki session, like, years later. And the house that we lived in, so the the woman, Marie, she said to my mum, the house that you lived in, you lived in a Victorian house, and it used to be a nunnery. And the house that we lived in, it was it's huge, and it was split into two, so two semi-detached, like, really big Victorian houses. Um, and it was a, a nunnery for um, single mothers in the Victorian <gasps> oh. times. So um, Marie said to my mum that there was a nun that stayed there and she looked over us, like watched over us. Oh my gosh. Like caring, yeah, like yeah, in a caring in a nice manner. Way, yeah. um, so my mum like is convinced that I was talking to this nun. No, I don't know. I don't remember it. But maybe the sisters spoke to the twins oh my god yeah and that's Perhaps how they knew about the toys and yeah. that sort of thing exactly maybe oh. they were like sort of so you're um, saying maybe not reincarnation maybe we're talking about a ghost situation perhaps mm-hmm. i mean i'm not ruling out reincarnation because i feel like that there are, there are far too many young kids who have turned around and said oh well do you not remember when we did this when we were back <gasps> oh back? did you just bite her travis Gently-ish, but Oh, yeah, yeah he's just playing. He's playing. A little scam. He has got very sharp teeth, though. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you completely. Okay. There, but you can't bit me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's too many kids, I think, um, that have mm. come out with bizarre stories. Um, my ex, his, he said to his aunt, and she gets so freaked out by it, like, she will not let you talk about it around her. Like, she really? hates it. He said he was a little German girl, and they lived in a house with a red door. What? Like, and he told him all about that. Like their old old life and <gasps> shit like that. Okay. I, do you know what I love this shit though? Yeah, it? it's so cool. Have I told you about when I was around Mills's mum's once? Not oh, it was at Halloween actually when we were going to the haunted whatever the fuck it was, mm. and um, we were kind of just telling like creepy true stories a little bit while we were hovering around there, and she said that when Mills was about three, they were in the car and he was sitting in the back seat, obviously. And they were driving past this old building and um, he was like, oh, I used to work in there. It was a bowling alley and he could describe it entirely. He'd never been bowling in his life, but he could describe what bowling was, what the inside of the building was and everything like that. Turned out it was a bowling alley. That's so bizarre. And she said like he used to sit, he used to do the same thing, like be like kind of sensitive, I guess, Mm. to ghosts and shit like that. Yeah. Travis. So the other kind of explanation that people tend to go to is that the parents are really the only witnesses to the similarities between the girls Mm. and the twins so maybe you know they believed what they wanted to believe yeah but florence obviously hadn't been a believer at all but maybe i don't know maybe john's certainty about it kind of wore her down i don't know 
Maybe. Or maybe the girls really were reincarnated. Like, there's the strange birthmark, so... Mm, yeah, yeah. That's really that impossible to kind of explain. Unless, I know, I'm not a scientist as we've, as we've <laughs> come to discover on this podcast. <laughs> but, I don't know, I, I think that's impossible in identical twins, so... And like you say, some people think that, you know, children are more kind of open to remembering past lives or ghosts and things like that. They're pretty creepy in general. So can you imagine if you had a kid and they kind of started coming out with that sort of shit? Or like doing what you were doing and just like talking to the fucking fairies at the bottom of the garden. Mm. I'd be like, tell your dad I'm off to the pub where I would have a beer. And on that note, beer me. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I got for you. This is our program this week. (laughs) Okay, so... You are going to understand why I was so excited about this pair of You are super excited. This pair of this pair of beers. So first we've got those beans. Yes. (laughs) And now we have cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Oh what the fuck am I? Oh it is a jacket spud and we've got a hearty meal. This is a nineteen seventies hearty meal, by the way. Bite into the taste of strata and mosaic. No cheese. Is this the same brew? New England IPA, no, this is pressure drop. Pressure Drop Brewery cheese. Yeah. If you look two. with this brewery, um, Sure Shot, they all yeah. have this. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that. On it. Yeah. Um, so. So this is enjoy the flavour of fruity and dank <laughs> hops in this hazy IPA cheese. Uh, I would honestly never buy this. Oh shit! It's London. It's Tottenham. Oh, way <laughs> hey, upstairs. I didn't say Nottingham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wood. I would look at this kind and I'd be like, well, I don't want to drink cheese. So I'm, I'm very gonna, excited. Yeah, I'm gonna see what's going. We've had our cheese beans. and beans, cheese and beans. <laughs> gonna top the beans with cheese. That's why I did it in that order. Ah, <laughs> yes, I'm very good. very happy. I I have been waiting to do this. It smells good. Oh, it looks good too. It looks nothing like liquid cheese. I'm glad to say. It's bizarre, isn't it? <laughs> um, it's difficult for me today because I can't, I feel like I can't taste properly because I'm not feeling too good. So they don't taste too dissimilar to me. They don't taste too dissimilar. Mm. But this one is a lot more... So the beans is a lot more, um, I suppose, clear. Yeah. Um, This one isn't quite as fizzy. Um, mm, which is good, because yeah. I can't burp. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit... Um, There's a bit more, like, texture to it, I think, oh. this cheese one. Is it cheese texture? Because that sounds kind of gross. No, I don't know. I wouldn't say so. But it's cheese volume two, whatever that means. Oh, it's also got a higher percentage. So beans had 6.5. This has 7.4. Building it up. Nice one, cheese and beans. I like that. <laughs> right. So that was the Pollock twins. They're one of the more famous examples of children remembering past lives. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure I was 100% convinced by it in terms of reincarnation. If it was a totally different family, then yeah. But if the dad is so like dead set on reincarnation... Mm-hmm. And it's the same family. Yeah. It just feels a bit suspect to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me tell you about a few more then, see if we okay, can cool. change your mind. Okay. Oh, no, I believe in it. It's just not them. Yeah, no, that's exactly where yeah. I am with it. That's exactly where I was. So, then I read about the Division of Perceptual Studies at the University of Virginia. I'm going to call them DOPS from now on, because I don't want to keep saying that. Okay. <laughs> so, they've collected... 1,200 child reincarnation cases at university, right? So some of the children... Hang on, how about how do you even go about doing that? How do you, how do you find that many 
child reincarnation stories? Like, do you put out an ad or like? <laughs> well, I guess if you if you come forth, one and all. If your kids start being creepy, I guess the first place you go is Google, and then Google brings like when, when I when was the search, when was the the research done the other day. Not, not you, you oh. tit. My God, <laughs> Stephanie Farr. About two weeks ago. <laughs> wakey, wakey. No, I mean um, the study. The DOPS. Oh, that's still ongoing. It's been going on for years. Ah, right, okay. I was going to say, because yeah. if that was in the 80s, Google's younger than me. No, sorry. no, no, sorry. <laughs> so, DOPS is living, breathing department still going on in, in the University of Virginia. They've got 1,200 cases. They have specialists who go out, they go and meet the families, they meet the child, they do all their research to find out, you know, can they verify any details from these past lives? So some of these children have birthmarks, which, so when they verify details, they've gone, oh, this child is X person that died in whatever time. A lot of them have birthmarks which match up to wounds that the deceased person whose life they're remembering got and what killed them. Oh, my God. Do you have any birthmarks? I have. Yes, I was I've hoping you would. I've got one on my tummy. What is it? On your tummy? Yeah, like my a, tummy. Maybe, can I see it? I don't know if I can even... It might be covered by a tattoo at this point. Oh. I remember... Oh, wait. Oh, wait, is it my sister You don't have one. Oh, my God! It might, be, <laughs> <laughs> it might be my sister's birthmark. You dumbass. No, I'm sure I had a birthmark on my tummy. Maybe it's like, maybe you got stabbed and died, and that's your birthmark. I'm a little bit jiggly at the moment. There's a, there's a, oh, it's a mole, never mind. Maybe it was like on the side, but it was down, maybe it was my sister. Might have been my sister. (laughs) You fucking idiot. (laughs) I just realised I forgot to take pictures of these cans, so you're just going to have to deal with like the open canned photos. Because we were just so excited to drink the beans and cheese. Yeah, well that sounds gross. Mmm, mm, drinkable beans and cheese. Okay, so Emma may or may not have a birthmark, or it could be her sister. I'm gonna find. I'm sure I have birthmarks. Was it on my arm? Oh my god! I know I had a birthmark somewhere. No, it might have been my sister. I you? I swear I used to have one just below my right knee, but it's not there anymore. And it used to, like if I got a tan, it would show up a lot then. Mm, okay. And now it's not there anymore. Well, after download, because it will be sunny, it will be. Yes. Um, I will try and get a tan on my tummy. Although yeah. I always wear high waisted shorts. I had me or my sister have a birthmark on our tummy. <laughs> so one of you yep. has potentially been stabbed in a previous life, reincarnated, and with the birthmark of your stab wound, perhaps. Well, it's kind of like a weird, like you know, like a. I was going to say a moo patch. That's not right. What the you fuck know, is a oh, moo patch? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean the patches that cows have. Oh. <laughs> 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 a moo patch, obviously. Of course. <laughs> Even Travis is like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> Oh my days! My baby. Okay, well, so you know what you mean. So it was that yeah. sort of shape, like a a moo patch. What kind of injury could give you a moo patch? Do you reckon a burn? Mm. I don't think that one tiny burn would kill you. Or you know, like when Captain Holt and Jake uh, Peralta are trying to escape. They're in Florida, is it yeah. Florida? Mm-hmm. And uh, Captain Holt impales himself. Oh, maybe I was impaled. Maybe you were, or Jess. Or, or Jess was impaled. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody was impaled, potentially. Perhaps. 
Anyway. <laughs> or neither of us have a birthmark, and I'm just misremembering my childhood. <laughs> or maybe I'm remembering somebody else's childhood. <gasps> oh my god, maybe. Well, we Identity should bring in issues. Dr. Oh, no. <laughs> Someone call the therapist. <laughs> Let me email her. <laughs> Jackie! Or we could email Dr. Jim Tucker, mm. who is the director of DOPS. Mm. So he describes another case. Oh, hi, Travis. You're back, are you? Don't you think we've been through enough, you and I, this evening? After hissing. Yeah. He's been a right prick. I'm not going to lie to you guys. He's supposed to be on his best behaviour, considering... It's his first time on the podcast. So, Dr. Jim Tucker, who's the director at DOPS, he describes a case of James Leininger, I want to say, Leininger. Okay. So, he had verifiable past memories of being a World War II pilot. Ooh. I know, right? This is a little bit more... For me, this is a little bit more convincing, right? So, at the age of two, he started having, like, really intense nightmares of being in a plane crash. Um, and he went on to describe how he was an American pilot and his plane was shot down by the Japanese. He was able to give the name of a friend who was with him and the location and information about the crash. And bear in mind, he's two. Oh my fucking God. How would you even... Like, yes, you know what a plane is, but the idea of it crashing at two years old just doesn't doesn't compute, does it? Well, it gets crazier. So oh the God. pilot whose death he was, quote-unquote, remembering was eventually identified as James Huston. So small... they both called James? Yeah. <gasps> small child James was born 10th of April 1998. Mm-hmm. So when he was 22 months old, his father took him to a World War II exhibit and he came away with some toys and a nice little video that he watched on repeat, as kids are wont to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the video had either awoken something that he would come to love or something that he already loved. So he told his parents that his plane had been shot down and he was even able to tell him tell them the type of plane. When he was 28 months old, he told his parents that he'd flown his plane off a boat and when they asked him the name of the boat, he said Natoma. The Natoma Bay was an escort carrier, which is um, a boat that provides um, air support to ground forces in amphibious operations. So amphibious? He, yeah. So the Natoma Bay was an escort carrier in World War Two. His parents asked him the name of the pilot um, a number of times, like as in pilot who crashed it, you know, and died. Mm. And he always answered either me or James. The parents asked him who else was with him and he said the name Jack Larson. So when he was two and a half, his father was looking through a book when James pointed to a picture of a base on Iwo Jima. He told his dad that that was where his plane had gone down. So a week later, his father spoke to a veteran who remembered the co-pilot, well, the other pilot, Jack Larson. And after they discovered that Jack Larson was indeed a real person and had served on the Natoma Bay and was alive, James's father went to visit him. Oh my God, no way! Mm-hmm. Oh my fucking God, did he take James? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Actually. Oh my God, I hope I he did. I don't think he did, though. I don't oh, think he did. no, he should have done. You, you would, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I don't want to If I from... grew up and my dad had gone to see this guy who was in my former life mm. and didn't take me, I'd be like, the fuck is wrong mm-hmm. with you? Because by the time you're old enough to go yourself, he's gone. Mm-hmm. So wait, so James died from a plane crash, but Jack didn't? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so James was shot down, but Jack wasn't. Jack survived. Okay. So Jack was able to explained to James's father that he'd been in the plane next to James. 
Ah, right, not in the same plane. Not in the same plane, right, sorry, right, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, when I said co-pilot, I Yeah, spoke. I thought it was... Yeah, a, yeah. yeah. Um, so James had... Uh, the little baby James had recollect, recollections of the Natoma Bay that um, that Jack was able to confirm. And details about the older James who died were also able... To, that, that baby James had remembered were able to be confirmed with the surviving family members. That is so mental. So I'm getting super close to thinking, hmm, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe this is real. Closer than the Pollock twins for me. Yeah, 100%. Because that's like, that's insane amount of detail for a two-year-old to be, and then for it to be then confirmed with someone who is in fact now alive. It, in fact now alive. In fact now alive. <laughs> As opposed to having been dead before. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So what are, you saying, what are you saying at this point then? Okay, when you said, so when you started your previous sentence, I was like, oh my God, is it all going to come crashing down? <laughs> like, nope. so there's not, there's not a nope. piece of information. No, no, about, no. Oh no, okay. Okay. No, I, 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 I do believe in reincarnation. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most likely, for me, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the most likely afterlife type thing. Mm. Um, it's a bit difficult though, because there's a lot more popular, but I suppose some people will be starting out fresh, won't they? And then... I mean, Go yeah, I, ca- I can't imagine that, because we used to have a much smaller <gasps> population, so we, we can't just have the same... But, oh, my God. What? There's more people, and there's less trees. I don't understand. You're just holding your arms in the air, like, I will know what you mean by that. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking so, about? So, okay, so as the population has grown, yeah. the trees have all been cut down. You asked me earlier about whether it's just humans that reincarnate, or whether we reincarnate with dung beetles and plants and mm-hmm. stuff. Perhaps. Yeah. As the trees are coming down, more people, because the spirit of the tree needs to go somewhere, and mm-hmm. it's going to take a while for us to plant more trees, mm-hmm. to, you know, and we're not planting more trees because we're the worst, mm-hmm. and then it's making more people, and the people who are like tree huggers, environmentalists, they're ex-trees. So are you saying then, if I'm following you right, that <laughs> we're cutting down trees, so our horrible behaviour as a species is contributing to further overpopulation and then obviously further cutting down of the trees and this is how this is how we're the architects of our own demise indeed and then what we will end up as guess what fungus we will become mycelium we have and thus it comes full circle (laughs) (laughs) why have you always got to do a creepy voice why why does my brain work like this? No, but I'm with you here, and I feel like now we've solved the meaning of life and we can stop podcasting because we've done it in six episodes. No, because we weren't trying to find the meaning of life. We're just talking about crazy shit. Well, I'm sorry if we're that efficient. <clears throat> we are very efficient, but we can't, <laughs> no, we can't rob these good people of <laughs> quality content. Right. <laughs> quality is arguable, but content... Uh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. It's very much quality. <laughs> quality! You know, the more I drink this cheese beer, the more tangy it gets. Oh no, that's making me not want to drink. It. No, it's good. It's 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 like a good tangy. It is a bit heavier than the other one. I, I think it. I do prefer Thos beans. Yeah, but th- th- I do still like cheese. I definitely really enjoyed Thos beans, mm. and that brewery just has a little special place in yeah. my heart these Same. days. If I'm honest. I feel like Loz is definitely going to appreciate. Oh the my cheese god, beer. she will. Oh, why didn't I pick up a spare one? Final, no, not final example, penultimate example for you here. Mm-hmm. So there's an article in You Magazine, which I've never heard of before, but so it gives it, the <clears throat> article has like um, a few examples. I'll put the link in the show notes for anyone to have a look. 
Um, so one of them talks about a young boy who, who's called Christian. He's obsessed with baseball, and he told his mum one night that he'd been a tall baseball player. He gave details about how the team would travel to games, hotels he was staying, and that he used to drink alcohol. And he was a good little player for a little, you know, a little cheeky little lad. So after a video of him playing baseball went viral, he was picked up to have a role in the Adam Sandler film, That's My Boy. Oh, really? Mm. And when he was on set, he saw a photo of famous baseball player Babe Ruth, and he got really upset saying, I don't like him, he was mean to me. And then later on, he was shown another baseball photo, and he pointed to famous player Lou Gehrig, and he said, that's me. So Lou Gehrig and Babe Ruth had had a falling out, a, five, a famous five-year falling out, um, and Lou Gehrig had died young from ALS, which is what Stephen Hawking had, um, and Christian, the little little wee baby baseball player, he told his mum that he died because his body had just stopped working. Final example is that of a child who was really interested in firefighting. One day his mum was reading a, a, a book which had the new book. Which had the New York skyline on the cover. Mm. The book was from pre-9-11, so it had the twin towers in the picture. Right. The little boy uh, pointed at the towers, and he started talking about the bad men knocking them down. He said, people called for me to help, and I couldn't get them out. And he gave more and more details, and then they were able to match his account with the obituary of a firefighter who died in 9-11. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So, kids are creepy. Right? Jesus Christ. Mm. Oh, but how, like, oh, honestly, I can't imagine how hard that would be, especially being reincarnated from something like that and remembering how, like, fearful you were mm-hmm. at that time. and Or how helpless in his case. Like, yeah. Like, help those people. And the people that he left behind. Mm-hmm. Like, he might, he will have had a family and, and friends. I wonder if it would be, like, if the if they could get him together with the family, I wonder if it would be, like, comforting for the family I think it would be for me, if I'm honest, but obviously you don't know until you're, yeah. you're in that situation. But I think I'd be like, oh my God, that person that I knew and I loved and had so much compassion for other people has reincarnated and still carries that, that compassion in this little young boy. I think that would be quite comforting to me. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. I was going to say, like, selfishly, you'd be upset because you had to lose that person that you yeah, love yeah. and now someone else gets to enjoy them but it's that it's the whole like if you love him you let him go and Mm -hmm. at least that's that same good character like you say is still Mm. that's a that's a good perspective Mm. so like i said dops has documented and researched about 1200 cases of uh, child reincarnation memories their research has identified a number of similarities among children who report having past life memories right so some of these are that memories tend to happen between the ages of two and seven, and then they kind of fade out. Mm. So that fits with the Pollock twins as well. That's what mm-hmm. happened with them. Seventy uh, percent involve violent or unnatural deaths, or like people dying before their time, basically. Right. Um, most of those who died lived within around three hundred miles of the kind of new child, mm. um, and they died usually within one or two years of the child being born. Okay. So I guess they're, they're just kind of floating around waiting to have a body to go into or something. That's, but yeah, that is bizarre because yeah. you'd think that, because a lot of people say that the white light that you see is the yeah. delivery room, don't they? <gasps> Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's your waiting room to your new body. Like in um, uh, in Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a 
good film. Oh my god, you've seen a film. You've yeah. seen a good film. I love Beetlejuice. You know I love Beetlejuice. Yeah, well, you hadn't seen Ghostbusters, so I just can't be sure these these days. You know I never I mean? talk about Ghostbusters, but I talk about Beetlejuice. So. Okay. So another another thing they've noticed is that children who report past lives, they tend to have more advanced verbal skills at a young age. And I'm guessing that's probably because they can remember being older with like more developed language skills. Mm-hmm. Um, Does make sense. Yeah. The children might have heightened emotions, like longing for their previous families, being Aww. angry at their murder, or having phobias, like the Pollock Twins yeah, yeah. had phobias of cars. And finally, memories are spontaneous, and they might not happen at all, but they happen when a child sees something that they recognise from a past life. So for James, that was seeing the video of the planes, yeah. like World War Two planes. And for that kid seeing the picture of the skyline, yes. New York yeah. skyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there are a number of explanations that people have suggested for this phenomenon. Um, basically, the children having false memories or something that has never happened, which I'm not really sure I understand how that would work. Or mm. um, you know, particularly as some of the stories have been ver- like that have been verifiable. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not sure I'm buying that one. Uh, another one is that children remember something that they've been told, but they'd forgotten. So I guess that was the suggestion with the Pollock twins, wasn't it? That. Ravis. Um, other suggestions are, you know, suggestibility, yes. dissociation from reality, attention seeking, mm-hmm. maybe. But come on, attention seeking. It's it's a very specific um, story to be telling to. There's be no seeking. way. No? There's no way that James is attention seeking when he can name mm-hmm. actual people. Yeah. And that actual person has said, "Yep." That's right. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. precisely. That's what, just... what two-year-old's coming up with the words Natoma Bay? Okay, so last two explanations. Our old friend confirmation bias, which mm-hmm. we keep talking about. Yeah. And then the last one, I'm just going to throw into the mix because it has not been said yet. Aliens! Aliens! <laughs> <laughs> They've been probed, they have. <laughs> Ew, stop probing children. Ew, uh... Stop it. it. Have you heard about that little boy? I think I might have told you about this before, but the listeners haven't heard. Mm -hmm. There's um, a little boy, uh, a little Scottish boy, um, who said to his mum when he was really, really young, like, you're not my first mummy, you're my second mummy. Oh. Um, And she was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you're you're my second mummy. My other mummy lives on this, which is another Scottish island. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, A very remote Scottish island. So he said, uh, to get to my house... It's the beach where the planes land on the water. Okay. So you have to land on the water and then you can get to the beach and then there's a little pathway down from the house onto the beach and me and my sisters and my brothers used to play there. And the boys would have a room and the girls would have a room and he explained that like described this house um and said about like all of his siblings and stuff. Um but yeah, so he was like, You're my second mummy. Um and they actually went... So his mum was actually a bit torn up about yeah, it. Yeah, it would a, be. There's a documentary on it. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I'll find out and I'll put it in the in the episode notes. But um, she was, like, getting a bit choked up when they were going... They were going to go to... They went to this um this island where he said he was from. Mm. And they landed on, on the, the water. On the water into the beach. Yeah. And he, he was like, so this is the room that the girls Jesus. lived in. And this is the room that the boys were in. And it was just absolutely mind-boggling. Mm absolutely mind-boggling how would he know all of that like yeah. his mum was dumbfounded by it i mean I, when i started doing the research for this episode i was like i'd always like kind of hoped that we reincarnate for two reasons one is because when i had my car crash i came about as close to death as i actually want to ever get until it's the final go mm. at it you know what i mean 
But it would be really comforting to think that if I had died at 16, I would have maybe had another shot at living yeah. life. And the other reason is because I feel like consciousness is like a lot of energy, isn't it? It's a lot of... Um, I don't know what the word is to describe it, but... Substance? I, get, I don't know, but what I'm saying is that it seems like a kind of a waste of energy to me that if all of this consciousness that we've had all of our lives just then snuffs out and then we get a new... Somebody just gets a new load of consciousness, it feels like, would we not... like? Would we not just recycle that? Would we not? I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's just my, my hippie coming out in me, but it just feels like it would be a waste of all of that to just then go and it's done. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm trying to think. I'm not explaining it's it like well. A, but... No, I, I I do understand what you mean. There's like a, a scientific term, isn't there? Where um, it's like negatives and positives, like energy. Oh, I can't. I can't Are you talking about like an equal and opposite reaction? Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, mm-hmm. an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah. So. When you die, mm-hmm. the opposite is that there's life. Mm. You know, it's so weird that you say that because I was literally, after I'd been writing this episode, I was in my kitchen the other day cooking and I was thinking about exactly that and the words equal and opposite reaction went through my head. I love that. that that's why you <laughs> knew what mad, I meant. I was not yeah, yeah. it very well. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you knew what I meant. <laughs> How mad is that though? Yeah. Gosh. So that's that's kind of it about the creepy kids with their creepy past lives i asked you at the beginning whether you believe in reincarnation yeah have you have you thoughts changed at all no 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 i've i've always sort of believed in in that side of things um i guess i'm kind of spiritual Mm -hmm. um but not like i don't know i'm not like overtly spiritual but if Mm -hmm. i was anything it would be spiritual Mm -hmm. as opposed to like religious or Mm -hmm. um a martyr, you know, like a martyr. Yeah, a martyr is. Wait, do I know what a martyr is? I'm not sure anymore. Maybe I don't. <laughs> <laughs> a martyr is like someone who lays down their life for something that they believe in. Well, but that's not me. Oh, I well, maybe it, it would is be. Me. I think yeah, but that's not what I meant. But yeah, yeah. it's not. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. Yeah. So I'm more spiritual than I am religious. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I I think reincarnation is the most um logical. Um, mm-hmm. understanding that I have of mm. life after death. Yeah. Should there be one. Yeah. And I really hope that is the case, actually. Hey, who knows? Maybe it's not a case where we're always reincarnated on this earth. Maybe there's a parallel universe that we end up in. Maybe there's another... Maybe it is aliens! We become <laughs> aliens! <laughs> actually, I've just thought of something, actually. When I was in primary school, like, super early in primary school, a new girl started at my school, and I was like, oh my god, I know that girl. I was like, I just... And I must have been, like, maybe year one, something like this at the time. And I was like, I know that girl. And all day, like, she was at a different table to me, so I couldn't go and play with her. And then at the end of the day, I went up to her and I was like... Before I even opened my mouth, she was like, I know you. Where, like, where do I know you from? And I was like, I knew it. Thinking our mums must have just, mm. like, had us play together or something. But she had moved there from Germany. So there's no way that we could have ever met before. But we knew, somehow, both of us knew that we'd been best friends before. So That's maybe. so bizarre. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go, yeah. Maybe the 300, although. What? Well, yeah, maybe she took, you said the 300 mile rule. Yeah, but, but then also miles, but... within a year or two rule, but James remembers being a World War Two pilot and he was born in 1998, so I don't think it's a hard yeah, pass yeah. rule. I don't think it's like, oh, I'm sorry, uh, you're outside of three 300 mile limit, uh, you ain't coming in. 
I don't yeah. think I don't think there's someone ticking you off on the door. I think it's just like, oh, look, here's a gap in you go. I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, I don't know. <laughs> yes, because there's a warden. <laughs> That's it. No, no. You wait there. <laughs> the we week. have to find someone within this radius. Mm-hmm. You float around for a while. There's a reincarnation bouncer stopping you from getting in. And that's how ghosts can't cross the other side. Uh-huh. Because of the reincarnation Again, bouncer. We have we've solved life's we've, mysteries. We've solved all of there the mysteries. Go. And once again, you are all welcome. <laughs> so that is it. So Woo-hoo. thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Remember to like, follow and share. Yes, and please. review us, please. Yes, please do review us. Um, we hope you enjoy it. And you better believe that we will see you for another episode. Yes. And also, also... Check out the friggin' beers. Can yeah, show some support do. to these small breweries. We'll post the pictures of them and... But there will be open cans because I got overexcited about cheese and beans, okay? Thank okay. you. Bye! Believe it. Now you believe it. You believe it.